This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hola, bienvenidos, buongiorno. Welcome to an all-new episode of the Low Life Podcast. I'm your hot mess of a host, coming to you live from the place where the leaves are falling, the biscuits are buttered, the meat is a dripping in barbecue sauce, and the country music is a playing on repeat. I'm talking about Nashville, Tennessee. How y'all doing today? I am so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here with y'all. I've definitely been enjoying my time in Nashville. This has been a trip. To remember, one for the books, fam. The thing is, I've been to Nashville a whole bunch of times. I love it, but I never really get to experience all the city has to offer because every time I've come here in the past, I'm here for a styling gig, a red carpet, something like that. So yeah, I'll get a dinner or something out in the town, but most of the time I'm I'm working with clients, I'm staying in their homes or I'm in a hotel. Uh, But this time around, I came to play. I came to show up in Nashville and really take it in. And it was so much fun. This is my last day here. Oh, bittersweet, bittersweet feeling because I don't want to leave, but I have to go because I have work to get back to. But it's been a really nice moment to recharge, recalibrate, and just enjoy time with two friends who are family to me. I'm talking about Miss Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tardick. I was staying at their home for the last, what, 10 days? And it flew by. Oh my God, this trip went so fast. But it's because we did a lot. It was jam-packed, and I I couldn't have asked for a better time. It's an interesting dynamic with Jason, Caitlin, and I, our little pod, as we like to call it, uh, because we got super close uh, this time last year when we were in the Sky Cage. That was the name for the apartment we were living in uh, in Hollywood when Caitlin was doing Dancing with the Stars. But no one could come in. No one could come out. We were pretty much locked on the 17th floor, this 750-square-foot apartment with three adults and two large dogs. And um, shit got real. We got into the weeds with it. And I was actually talking to Jason about this because in that type of a situation, it could go one of two ways. You guys could either get very close and we could bond and, and the friendship could grow into something beautiful. Or we can't stand each other because when you're in that close proximity and that amount of time for over three months, you really get to see how someone is wired. You really get to take them in for all they're worth. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows the whole time. I remember a couple of times Jason and I kind of got into it. Two roosters with strong opinions, strong minds going at each other. Uh, so that was funny. Caitlin and I don't fight. Uh, we're like yin and yang in that sense. And I could read her like a book, just like she could read me from a mile away. So we have each other figured out. It's a really nice dynamic that we have going with us. But, you know, Jason and I were starting at ground zero. Uh, we didn't have that history. So we were getting to know each other. And this beautiful bromance was birthed from it. And it's called the J-Lo Bromance. And it's alive and well to this day. And it was so nice to be reunited with Jay because, again, the chemistry is great. And all three of us hanging out in the pod is one of my favorite things to do. Of course, Caitlin would fall asleep like around midnight. And Jason and I will stay up until 3, 4 o'clock in the morning shooting the shit, talking. And yeah, the conversations are amazing. I have a great podcast coming out with him. One of the many conversations we had, um, I managed to record one of them. So that's an episode that will be coming up soon for you guys. What I love about this little pod friendship I have with these two humans is we're at the point in the relationship when we're all so comfortable with each other. We know how we're all wired. We get along very well. That's why I like to call them my chosen family. But when I come and visit, it doesn't feel like effort on any of our ends because we're just so 
comfortable with each other. So even if we're all just sitting on the couch, shooting the shit, just talking, watching a movie or something, like that's a level 10 of happiness and comfort. And that feels very recharging. I felt like I was able to completely recalibrate and get on that plane back to LA, leaving Nashville with a full heart, a full belly, and a cleared mind and perspective, ready to conquer the day when I'm back in Los Angeles. One big difference between Nashville and LA is the people, of course, uh, but they're very conversational in Nashville. Whether you're taking an Uber or you're just going to the grocery store, like people love to talk and, and chat you up. It's a lot slower paced, which I actually appreciate. I don't know if I could live in that type of world uh, long term. I think it would be more of like a bi-coastal thing. Like I could do, you know, five months on and come back to LA, that sort of a thing. But I definitely enjoy it when I'm there. I was cracking up, though, because I went to a few different spots and I wasn't dressed any different than how I dress in L.A., except I had some incredible coats. I was really rocking some great looks in Nashville. But in a few places I walked in, you would have thought I had a freaking dildo strapped to my forehead and a coat made of glitter or some shit. <laughs> like <laughs> The way people were looking at me, it was interesting. And I'm like, what is going on right now? Because I just have on like... Well, I was serving it up. I had um, a black leather trench coat on, these really cool combat boots, a bit of a platform on them, plunging neckline, and of course, a nice strand of pearls. I was showing up to brunch looking like I was filming the new Matrix movie, like a gay Matrix situation was happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> But I was just cracking up because the waitress was like, oh, look at you with your cute necklace. Oh, I love that. I never see a man wear pearls. Good for you. <laughs> and so... <laughs> I was like, oh, thanks. Like, I love wearing these necklaces. But I definitely enjoyed being in the moment and going into these different stores and shops and having conversations with people. But I felt very present, which is nice. And sometimes it's hard to do in today's day and age. You know, we all have our phones and shit like that. Sometimes it's hard to really just live and be present in the moment. Even when it comes to like sharing things on social media, I'm going to share everything that I did with you guys, uh, but it's going to be like a later gram, like a later post, because in the moment, I just wanted to, you know, enjoy the dinner or be at the karaoke bar and do all that sort of thing, which was so fun, um, but not having to post it in the moment and just, again, being very present felt really freaking good. I'm glad I did that. So I guess right now I'm going to say my mental health is at a solid 9.4 out of 10, just this specific week. This is a great week. So <laughs> yeah, felt really good. And that's definitely the highest it's been in 2021 because that was a freaking roller coaster of depression. But it felt so good to unplug and just enjoy time with people you love. These are chosen family members of mine. And it was really nice. Loved it. If you haven't had a chance to visit Nashville, Tennessee, I highly recommend it. I think the best time to go is when I was there in the fall. I'd say late September all the way up until October, early November is the most ideal time to go. If you want to see the seasons change, the colors, the trees, like it's absolutely beautiful. It wasn't too cold. It was like cute coat weather, a little bit of rain it was perfect. Get some good barbecue. They also have some really good vegan spots down there too. Um, and I enjoyed some delicious hundred layer donuts from Five Daughter Bakery. Yep. Shout out to Five Daughters Bakery. It was freaking delicious. Loved those donuts. Those also helped with my mental health. So if you're listening to this right now, hopefully you can plan yourself a trip to good old Nashville, Tennessee, and take in the Music City for all it has to offer. All right, let's get into today's episode. It's part two with Chris Medina, the Apache Indian gay Latino alley cat witch, who I absolutely adore, uh, came on the podcast and we had a great conversation. So last week we talked about some crazy shit he's been through. My God, that's a wild story. He shared about ghost encounters. 
if you haven't listened to part one last week, let out a gay gasp with that one. I was like, wow, you've had a very interesting life. But he also did a psychic reading on me, and that's today's episode. And in this episode, he talks about my love life, my career, things I should be expecting, not expecting, what to look out for, and gave me some interesting insight. I will say it's nothing that I didn't already know. I wasn't like, oh my God, really? Like shocked? <laughs> you know? um, it's all things that like I've thought about in my head or I've already experienced. And so he kind of just confirmed those things. But it was just very interesting for this psychic medium to come into my home, my safe place. And right away, he was reading my energy, feeling it out, uh, letting me know about myself. And I was like, oh, this is a lot to take in. But it was, again, fascinating. And I'm naturally a skeptic when it comes to psychics. It's not that I don't believe in psychics. It's that I just always question everything in life. And when it comes to this, I think showing some discernment, also a little skepticism is healthy when it comes to this particular world. And, and he's completely cool with that, which is great. This is a guy who knows nothing about me and came into my place and gave me a bit of a reading. So without further ado, let's jump into part two with psychic medium and resident witch of the Low Life podcast, Mr. Chris Medina. Hit it. So I listened to your podcast. And so what I do like is on your podcast, I feel like I've listened to three episodes uh-huh. and you are just raw. You can serve it up. And it's just like you uncensored, like Extina dirty album. Exactly. I, the one thing that I told people that coming into this, I, well, actually my guides and everybody else, I was like, if I'm going to do this as a profession, I want to change the face of the spiritual world, the metaphysical yes. world and psychics. I want people to realize if Lo and I are having lunch and you see this psychic Chris M that you've seen on TV and he's talking about dick, he's talking about sex. I'm a real person. Right. No sugar coating. None of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so I, I love that. And I think that your listenership, they definitely appreciate it just from seeing the comments and, and, you know, they're, they're picking up what you're putting down. Yep. I think it's very refreshing, but what's also nice is the, the other side of it is when you go on to people's shows, like you are still raw and real and authentic, but you also, you're dropping F-bombs, but you're not serving it like how you would on your home turf. As much as I want to, and I just did, um, do you, uh, you know who Jeff Lewis is, right? Jeff oh, Lewis is flipping out with Jeff yes. Lewis? Lips. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. The lips of it all. <laughs> the lips of it all. Yeah. I did you his podcast. They're full. They're full. They're full. And he's, you know what? He's By actually, he's gorgeous in real life. Is he? Oh, he, actually, you know, I've seen him once in person. Uh, I'm not really usually into older guys, but yeah. You're down. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, <laughs> he had an assistant that was on there. And as, as hard as I go in there and I'm like, I'm going to serve it up. And he called me out. He's like, you're, you say you're the Howard Stern of psychics. I want you to give, the kid's name was Shane. I want you to give Shane the reading that he needs to hear. And during this time, this kid is looking at me and he's like looking at me with the eyes like, please don't tell me anything negative, please. And he was nervous and my stomach started How hurt. old was this guy? 24. Okay. And so I gave him the reading. You can hear this all on the show too. Yeah. But I, as, as hard as people want me to go in, I have to realize that person is still a human being. And I also don't, for shady reasons, I don't want their blood on my hands. I don't want them to commit suicide or do something negative oh, to shit. themselves after something that I've said. So as hard as I want to go, I have to take that person into consideration. But if they're going to talk the game, it was, if his energy would have been more like, F- you, bitch, I don't care what you have to say and blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, then where I'm going to put my money where your mouth is at. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so you can sense, okay, he's a little hesitant. Like, I'm yeah. not going to serve it up. 
Exactly. Like full. Yeah. For sure. Just yeah, dial it back just a little. So a little have bit. you had someone kill themselves like through something you said? My God, that would be hard to sleep at night with that one, right? No, thank God. My guides, um, <sighs> they introduced me, and I tell the story all the time though, but uh they introduced me to somebody that had like a lot of past life energy. They were reincarnated, if you will. I don't know if you believe in that, what your belief system is. I'm open to everything. I definitely feel like reincarnation is a very viable option for me when I go into the abyss. Don't come back. It's a pain in the ass. No, you're no, or else I wouldn't be here right now if you were. Damn it. Yeah. I want to come back as an orca, (laughs) a killer whale, predator. Uh No one will take me down. And they're familial base. Anyway. But yeah, I, I overstepped the line in telling somebody something about their past life that bled into this lifetime that I wish that I can kind of take back because I kind of feel like I, I didn't, it's, I'm not taking responsibility for it or feeling it's my fault, but they, there was nothing I could have done. And even bringing it to this person's attention and seeing what I saw wasn't enough to save them. And they ended up dying like a year and a half later. Oh no! So yeah, that's why I kind of like when people tell me you need to go hard with them, you want me to do that to entertain you. Right. Not it's it doesn't do anything for this person. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, let's not sacrifice people over here. Exactly. Hair thinning impacts a lot of us. In fact, over half of us will experience hair thinning at some point in our lives. It's not only common, it's normal. Join over one million people who are doing something about it with Nutrafol. I've been recommending it to my friends and family. I take it. My mama, the queen takes it. Queen, you love yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I recommend it to my hairstylist. I recommend it to my sister-in-law and even my niece. We range in age from like 22 to 67. They're loving it. Yeah, they are. It's a great Mother's Day gift. Oh, I love it. It's amazing. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code LOWLIFE. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LOWLIFE. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LOWLIFE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your voice is so soothing. I don't know if you're part of the Calm app, but you would be a wonderful addition to that. that. Your voice is so nice, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Oh, just to to paint a picture, we're here at my studio. Thank you for coming here, by the way. Thank you for having me. Just to have you in person is so nice. And it's not something I have been able to do that much, but everything's been on Zoom. Mm-hmm. So to have an actual person, especially someone like you who you know specializes in you know psychic work, is that what I would say? Psychic work. Psychic work. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think in person. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's better, but I mean, you'd be the person to ask. Do you prefer in person, or does it not even matter? You could do because I know you read off of photos. You were telling me that. Yeah, um, I prefer in person. The Zoom stuff. I mean, it's been my bread and butter since COVID. But I also feel like I, even though I can get the energy off that person, I feel like it doesn't translate well as far as like when people see me over Zoom. 
You, mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying? I, I want them to experience it for what it is and, and, and realize that I'm not threatening or I'm not coming from a place of like pride and ego and telling you things to f*** with you. I want you to see the authenticity in the realness. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do appreciate in the podcast episodes I've listened to, I did a deep dive and looked at some of the stuff you've done on media outlets and, yeah. and interviews. Um, oh, you just did E Nightly Pop, by yep, the way. Uh-huh. Great job. I love them. Yeah. Uh-huh. They're so sweet. But what's awesome is on on all of these different platforms, you are very universal in your message. You stay on brand with, I'm not here to change your mind. If if you're skeptical or if I'm saying something to you and you're like, it's not resonating, you could say that. Mm-hmm. You could let me know. I love that you say that because it makes it feel very safe. And I'm naturally just a skeptic by just how I'm wired, unfortunately. I don't want to say I don't believe in it because I, I don't not believe in psychic mediums. I find them to be very intuitive, natural healers, and there's something special. I think there's something there. I just, I've had one good experience, one not so great experience. And, uh, and then, and now you, uh, but I've had people who have had their lives completely changed in a mm. wonderful way, mm-hmm. changing the trajectory of, of perhaps a career path. So there's some benefits to it. So anyway, I'm just down to explore. Mm-hmm. I'm open-minded. I got open mind, open legs, open heart for you, Chris, you king. And I'm just glad you're here. So thank you. Um, and again, and, yeah, I'm just I'm here for you. Yeah. You're beautiful. Um, we need visuals. His yeah. legs are wide open, right? I could see <laughs> everything. Spread yeah. eagle. I have no pants on, and I am. I'm just. I'm just so happy to have uh, human interaction. So that's why I have no pants on. But the the main thing is uh, when it comes to you reading me to filth or not, whatever you're going to read, um, whoever you're going to see or not see, I'm open to it all. And and again, I, I don't want you to have to censor or not go there. This is your show today. Are you um, ready? I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. Don't I'm a little nervous. nervous. Sweating I a little love bit. the fact that you said that you're skeptical. I feel like that is one of your saving graces in this lifetime because- Really? Y- yeah, for sure. Because there, you, you don't believe everything you see and hear. And also, too, mm-hmm. I feel like, again, and I tell this to a lot of people, um, and, and they don't realize it sometimes, I feel like you're very intuitive as well. And I feel like that is the reason why you can hold yourself back. Have you ever heard about somebody say they pick up on the intention of other people? Yes. You pick up on the intention of other people, and, and, and you're also a very good judge of character. I don't know if necessarily you'd call, if for as wild as you are or as straightforward as you are, I don't feel like you would waste your time calling every inadequacy or bullshit out on everybody. You're going to just kind of keep it moving sometimes, but that doesn't mean that low doesn't catch it. Does that make sense? Amen. And so I 100%. Think, but that Accurate. fucks with you in your <laughs> everyday life and the personal side of things because it can cause you to overextend in a way to where you're overdoing it, over nurturing somebody and not allowing yourself the opportunity to get that back. And here's another thing that I tell people, your lesson here is to learn how to receive love. Mm. And again, you're going to have people that are kind of in the same boat as me. Yeah. In that way. And I feel like, again, the last thing I'm going to throw shade at, or I'm going to tell you that's negative, or I, I, let me just be straight up here. I don't see anything negative happening with your career. I feel like with you, The reason why I say that is because that's the one thing that Lowe can do to distract himself, to keep him from having to go below the surface sometimes. And I feel like it's only going to get better. And I, and I also feel like with you, when it comes to your luck, I'm sorry if I'm talking so fast. I'm just getting all this shit. No, I, I love it. With you, with, you on a, with you on a personal level, because you are the way that you are and people are drawn to you, they, you're, 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 you're the kind of guy that people don't forget. You make people laugh. But, mm-hmm. And I feel like that's going to bring you opportunities. So I never see anything negative happening with your career. I see it getting bigger and better. And also, do you plan on moving out of LA? 
<sighs> the reason why I ask, and, and again, I'm not supposed to ask questions, is because I kind of feel like the way that the entertainment industry, and we're, we're on hold right now. I just, I hate that there's no creativity, yeah. no authenticity right now. That's getting ready to shift and mold. I feel like if you're not going to make a big move within the, within the by the end of next year, going to 2023, that you're going to be very either bi-coastal or traveling a lot more. Mm. And also, too, I question whether or not this is going to be the end-all, be-all for you as far as, like, styling and stuff. Right. I feel I feel wow. more of, like, I don't know if this is where you're going here. Are you interested in more of television work? You know what? I actually, I wasn't until I just literally did a segment for E! Nightly Pop, which I didn't seek out. I wasn't wanting to do that. We're going to leave it right there. Okay. Because the reason why I'm saying that is because <laughs> there's going to be... <laughs> going to be signs and symbols that are leading you toward that there i'm not saying that you're going to go i mean you do what you want here i'm not saying that you have to be the next brad pitt or or get or, or be the next a-list actor but that's where it's going to lead you to because it's going to build these connections for you that again that's going to take you to a whole nother level when it comes to your career the the flip side of that is the personal side with all this success and all this major stuff going on around you what good does it do if you're still in the same place inside. Mm. And I've seen that I'm seeing that you're evolving, you're growing from that. But at the same time, I question whether or not you can give up some of that self-control because that's what you've leaned on this entire time is your self-control, the ability to control everything around you, not be a tyrant with people, but I'm talking about yourself. You, you've erected these walls and I've t- I tell this to women mostly. You've erected these walls to kind of keep you safe on the inside, but low likes to flirt from around them sometimes. And I feel like again, you don't. You're going to realize yeah. over the next couple over the next couple of years that you can break those walls down and just. I don't want to be gay here, but uh, but be who you are, up front <laughs> without having that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to be super gay. No. But, <laughs> I well, don't want to do the love and light shit. But you're that's in what the I'm right place to be yeah. gay. Yeah, but I get exactly what you're saying, and I actually do have a lot of walls um, that I build to keep me kind of sustained, mm-hmm. and that's something. Actually, I I. I don't want to lie to you. I was going to say that's something I'm working on, on like letting those walls come down. No, I'm reinforcing them as I get older. The walls, they're, they're concrete. I'm adding a layer of brick, some stucco. I like my walls to protect myself because I've unfortunately seen uh, when I don't have the walls, what can happen, not only just emotionally, but I know it, it leaves me in a very vulnerable place. And now I'm, I'm just very careful. Once you're in, the kingdom is yours, mm-hmm. but it's really tough to get in there because I've been burnt bad by people, as I'm sure you have too, and to some extent. Yeah, but I have to kind of throw it back in your face a little bit. Okay, you, it's but you cannot tell me that you didn't know that that was going to happen. What you tried to do was try to <laughs> use your your powers of persuasion or your or your nurturing or that kind of like I'm going to stick it through it thick and thin here to, at your detriment. Yeah, yeah, truly. And you, but again, when when are you going? You're, I'm, you're going to be like, well, you're the psychic. You can tell me. But when are you going to realize that you don't need that, yeah. and that your guides are showing you uh, uh, again, your, your soul, your essence, your presence, what makes you you, not this 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 person that's sitting in front of me. The inside, mm. you did not come back here to f- around. No. And I feel like you're. I feel like in some way, shape, or form, and again, call bullshit on this that you feel. Like there's going to be something major coming up here and you're a little bit nervous about it because what, it, what it's going to require you to do is take you out of your comfort zone. And here's the gayest f-ing thing that everybody can say to each other <laughs> is you're going to have to learn how to trust in the process. But that process is you as far as like um, sickness or like, you know, being financially ruined or bankrupt. I don't see Do you it. see me being broke as a joke? No. You don't? No, I don't. Really? I don't. And I quite... And, um, are you in a relationship right now? I'm, I'm actually not in a relationship right now. No. 
No, no. I would have to say, and I know this is every bitch's dream, but I, I, I question whether or not you're going to get yourself involved. I, I, I feel like you're going to get yourself involved with somebody that comes from that type of financial background here. Not like not necessarily a sugar daddy, but why why not combine our <laughs> empires together? A hundred percent love this so much. Wow. I'm going to I'm going to be the Celine Dion and I'm going to find my Renee Angenil. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the Mariah Carey and find my Tommy Mottola. What? And, and, and let me ask you this. You being you and we, we live in the real world, right? We see all this shit happen. We see people talk a big game and they don't necessarily produce. But I'll be goddamned if you tell me that you would self-sabotage or you'd be that weak bitch that's like, Oh, I'm hearing all these great things, but you know, it's tough to believe in, but, but I'm just not, mm-mm. No. you you are the person that your guides at the 11th hour, when you start to feel like shit's like, like, like everything's caving in on you are like, well, what am I going to do? Your guides for whatever at the 11th hour, kick you in the ass and either bring that opportunity to you or you fall in and you just go for it. I don't feel like you have the luxury, especially now within this time and space of your life to dick around anymore. So there's yeah. going to be a lot of like this uncomfortableness of getting you to see things. And also too, you're a very good looking man, but I question oh. whether or not you, and I've said this to a lot of people too, whether or not when you're looking in the mirror and you're, and you're getting dressed and you're putting stuff on, if you're actually making that contact with yourself, because you, uh, I don't think that sometimes I know that you realize who you are and you have friends that big you up and tell you, Oh my God, you're great here. But I question whether or not you feel that, or you think, well, they have to say that. What are they going to tell me? I'm a fucking failure. Yeah. And you can kind of like do a number on yourself mentally. Yeah. Uh, well, I, that's very accurate in what you're saying. I am my own worst critic. The shit I say to myself, I would never utter to another human, not even my worst enemy. You hold yourself at a higher standard. It's disgustingly high. And and it's it doesn't even make sense. Like no one should be held like that. I've been actually doing the work, I, you know, through therapy, because I just know that like setting those kind of standards, and I'm not talking about like beauty standards. I'm just and all emotional intelligence, always wanting to soak up like a sponge. And I, I always feel a, not a sense of inadequacy, but I always, I'm never going to get to the point where I'm satisfied, which is, I think a good thing when you feel like you figured it out, you're either a sociopath or you've just given up on life. You should always be striving for something more. You know what I mean? Like it's, you always need to soak something up, learn. I've met that's some- such a straight guy's mentality though. And I'm gonna, uh, you're, you're gonna slap the shit out of me for this one, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But how, but, but, but once you've I'm reached so that level, right now. You're so, he's so butch. <laughs> but once you've reached that level of satisfaction, not, not settling or sticking or, or, okay, well, you know, th- this feels good for right now, but then it gives you the opportunity to explore other things. You've already cracked that code, you've already, you've already gotten to that place where you need to be. Does that make sense? Yeah. And now it's time to start enjoying it. You have the reason why I say straight man is because I, I read I read more straight men than I than than I than I realize sometimes. But their thing is like we keep going, we keep going. Well, where are you going? That's just the thing. I don't know. I'll I'll know when I get there. Right. With no plan in mind, like mm. you know what I'm saying. And yeah. with you, I feel like you can use that 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 message as a defense mechanism to kind of keep you going and going. And you're the kind of person that if I have nothing to do or I'm not being productive, then I'm either being lazy or like you said, I'm just giving up. Yeah. But you're not. Up. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this relationship that you get involved, I can't fucking wait because I'm telling you right now, I feel like this person's going to challenge you in a way to where 
it can get messy at times only because this person refuses to let you give him excuses as to why you are the way that you are. I feel like this person is also going to help you grow in some way too, to get you to realize that it's okay to stick in this, to stick in this for a little bit, you know, in his arms. I know that sounds gay, but be in his arms and having that loving energy there. And I, I don't have to get up or I don't, he doesn't make me feel like I have to return the favor right away. Right. When I talk about relationships with you, when I talk about the, the partner that I see in the future, when it comes to having in that having that grounding and stable energy, grounding, I don't want you to get in your head that this person's going to sit on top of you and tell you what to be doing. But you're, but you, again, you you pick up on a lot of different things. Like I said at the at the beginning of the podcast, I don't necess, I don't know necessarily if you're going to call everybody out, but you're very key to the subtle changes in people's voices or their energy. And if this motherfucker that you date comes in and tries to tell you that you're not seeing or feeling what you're seeing, that's it. Yeah. It's done. And so you have to, you have to be with somebody that's going to, that's going to make you feel comfortable. That's not going to let you, oh, again, to say not let you, I'm not saying they're going to be controlling, but that's not going to allow you to go down that rabbit hole or, or give you any reason not to trust them because that's the, one of the big things that you're looking for is, is a reason not to trust somebody. Yeah. I, my default setting is not trusting. I'm not a trusting person at all. No, I'm not. So, and I and I also question your childhood a little bit too. Again, we don't have to get too far into it, but I wonder whether or not you've always kind of came in here with this like level of responsibility that everything falls on my shoulders or I have to do something. Mm. Well, you you mentioned uh, it, about the relationship with my mom, and you asked if I was close to her or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious, why did you ask if I'm close to her or not? Because I, I wonder if if. Are you picking up on something? Uh, yeah, I feel like I feel like in some way that um, if you were to tell me that you are close, and I don't doubt you guys are close or, or that you guys have a good relationship, but I wonder if she exposed you. And because just because you can handle it, maybe you don't think about this. And again, don't let me put shit in your head or manipulate sure. you. But if but if this doesn't make sense, then we'll call bullshit on it. But I wonder if because you're smart and you catch on really quickly, I don't doubt that your personality or the way that you are now is very is unsimilar or not similar to the way that you were when you were younger. Does that make sense? Oh, I yeah. feel like you're kind of like the same. Uh, uh, you've obviously grown and, and you've gone through life experiences here, but I feel like you like you caught on quick, quick, quick as a kid. And I wonder whether or not your mother exposed you to stuff that was just a little bit ahead of your time that jaded your perception a little bit as you started to get older. Like you saw the inadequacy or like, well, I'm not going to do that or whatever because I saw what it can do. And, and without going through the experience, you just kind of like did the crab thing, kind of like stepped aside from that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, I have a, a very healthy relationship with my mom. I mean, I call her my best friend. She's a mentor. She's wrapped in my, my business, my finances. We have a really, it's a very healthy relationship and I'm so fortunate. And I think because she has a psychology background and stuff like healthy boundaries and also uh, really helping me with how I express myself emotionally. And she's been really great in fostering a non-codependent, healthy parent, mother-son relationship. That being said, I have been exposed to a lot. Not by her doing, just by life's doing. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of shit happen in our family. Yeah, I, I don't want to say I had a f***ed up childhood because I, I didn't. I had an incredible childhood. I was bullied and stuff, you know. But what I've witnessed from a very young age to, I've experienced a lot of death, a lot of grieving. I've seen a lot of sadness. I've seen a lot. And I think because of that, what you're saying, and it's all intertwined with my, my mom's family. I think that is probably why I kind of rose to the occasion. I could have gone the path of drugs or something. And I thought about it 
but I crab stepped and and tried to do what I thought would be like the right thing because I also felt the pressure. I'm an only child. And I thought if I go down the path of drugs and stuff, I've already seen it destroy my family. Do you see what you're telling? Do you hear what you're telling me and, and acknowledge your, when, when I, when I talk about, uh, uh, again, you got to trust in the process, which is you mm-hmm. as much as you wanted to mislead yourself. And maybe you did things. And I'm not saying that you were a complete saint growing up here. No, but I, you, you but know, you I never, I smoked weed. Like, you know, I, I dibble dabble. I tried shrooms, you know, I had some fun. But I I didn't do hard drugs intentionally because or go down that path that uh-uh. you couldn't come back from. No you way. had that's why I talk about your self control at the very beginning of the of the of the show here is that you've got amazing self control maybe too much but I'd rather have more self control than none at all. But now Fair. it's time, baby doll. I'm telling you right now. Again, you do what you want with your life, but I feel like it's time for you to kind of and again it doesn't matter what I want, but for you to kind of let go a little bit. Should start- I wave my freak flag? I think that you should away for me. I think that you should lower out? the defenses emotionally. Okay. And start to see and and allow yourself the opportunity to experience without without wait a minute. Okay. How far is this going to go? It's almost like a Virgo type of energy to where you can kind of like want to predict or want to make sure that every step that you take is going to hold your weight sometimes. 100%. You, Calculated. But are you, but are you here's the thing though. Slap me. Are you stupid enough? to f*** yourself over at this time and space in your life. Oh, no. Exactly. No. Exactly. Yeah. Them, yeah. I, 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 okay, <laughs> shit. My God. This is a lot. I, lo- I, I love you. Yeah. I, you, you. You've got, you've got like, <laughs> you've got good energy, but I, like I said, when I first walked in, I feel like your, your sense of humor could be a defense mechanism, but I'll take that. Well, because it's accurate. Mm-hmm. It is. I, humor is the number one thing that's, I think, saved me from i don't know being on a i mean no i love my friends on xanax whatever you need a lorazepam's great for anxiety do you (laughs) but like i haven't i tried it and it didn't work for me and so i've always had humor uh and if i can't laugh at some dark shit that's happened then i would have probably been insane i would have been committed so i have i find humor in everything and sometimes it's too dark for people but i mean i know like, well, I've listened to you. You're hilarious. And like, you get it. So I was, I feel very comfortable in that way with you, but a hundred percent, it's been a defense mechanism. But that defense mechanism yeah. is when you ask me, am I going to be bankrupt or am I going to lose money? That defense mechanism is going to translate into dollars. I'm telling you right now, I don't know what your goal is or what you have planned for yourself or what you envision here, but I'm telling you the people are going to reach out for opportunities with you. And I would not be surprised if you landed something, some, something similar to this podcaster, but on a whole different level, because people need to see and hear you the way that people tell me all the time oh you know you're you're you're, uh you're much more than your psychic ability you've got a great personality yeah same thing with you but you're funny and i'm a little bit more reserved than you are i'm gonna come in the room with you and i can count on you to break the ice for me and then i'll walk in that's what i like about you is that you're not afraid to that 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 uh that is for 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 as insecure as you could be on the inside when it comes to you it doesn't translate outward yeah yeah, and that's no what one. I love is that again, like I said, I I can I can be ju- I I can come to the party and and lower my defenses, but have you kind of not not as a security blanket there, but I like your vibe. I like the way that you carry. It's yourself. funny. My friends call me their vodka chaser. Yeah. That's like my thing with friends. That I'm kind of like the little drink that gets them into the party that kind of you know loosens them up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's been my whole 
like life of having friends. They're like, let's get low in here. It's kind of like the little tequila shot before you walk in somewhere. Like I'm the version of the tequila shot for some people. And how do you feel about this? Remember back in the in the early 2000s when we, when we had this Latin explosion? Oh with my like God. J-Lo yeah. and like- Ricky uh, Martin, Mark Anthony, yeah, Enrique Iglesias. I feel like, again, I've been telling, and I'm not saying this because I'm Latin or, or because this is what I really want here, but I mean, f- how good, I mean, you- I'm not, it sounds like you guys. It sounds like I'm kissing his ass, but no. I'm not. But, but like, come on! If anybody's wow. gonna be able to do it, come on! Am I gonna start a Latin explosion? I hope you do because I'm I, I'd hard. Love to ride that. <laughs> no, oh, is that what is that what that is? There it is. I'm. Oh my god! Like, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that, what a great time in the world that was. Man, that was yeah. was really cool. And we need that now. Yeah. No, and not uh, speaking, right. you know, not speaking just again, like I said, because we're because we're Latin here. But yeah. you, you, you have the ability to again, like I said, to to kind of mold yourself, or 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 it's a chameleon effect. Yeah. That's what it is to, to be able to to be comfortable in any surrounding that you're in. And again, even though you're not feeling it on the inside, it doesn't show on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably in my podcast why when I talk about stuff that I'm going through, people are like, didn't expect that. Or I didn't know you were depressed about whatever, mm-hmm. you know, or like financial instability is a major insecurity for me. Not, I didn't grow up poor. It, I shouldn't have that, but I do for some reason. That's why I think I work really hard because I'm like, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be strapped. From How old my, are you? Um, 57 no, mentally. So <laughs> okay. I am your elder. No. Like, you don't ask a bitch your age, but I, 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 I'm, I'm 32 years old. Class of 89. I feel like you're going to, again, I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I, I just, I, I feel like, uh, the least of your problems is your financial situation, your career. I, I just don't see that. I feel like you have all these little angels around you as far as like your friends that 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 provide opportunity or these little rays of, of, of sunshine and stars or whatever, whatever it is that you want to call it there. You have that backing there. I feel like your guides want you to get in touch with yourself because it, it's kind of like the comedian. You know, people, are the, you see comedians that, that are that are funny as f- but they're all suffering on the inside there. Yeah. Let go. Yeah let go and allow yourself the opportunity to be in a relationship that you truly want to be in and that you're not settling. I'm not saying anything negative about this person here, but I feel like it's too much of a similar energy to where it's going to be, uh, it's going to be a uh, uh, push and pull, push and pull. Mm, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it has been anyway. I, I don't know if it's push and pull, just more uncertainty and just, there's a lot of shit that I'm like not happy about, you know, with my personality. The one thing that I am happy about is I'm decisive. I'm not indecisive. Indecisiveness drives me nuts. Mm -hmm. Just can commit to it. Exactly. I'd rather commit and then I'll I'll regret it. That's fine. But at least I committed and then I can learn the lessons and move on, move on. Mm -hmm. I hate like wishy-washy about feelings, about emotion, about anything really, about deciding where to go eat. Mm -hmm. If I eat it, I get food poison. I get the shits that night. It is what it is. You know, (laughs) I won't fucking postmate it tomorrow. Yeah. But like I, that drives me nuts. So I, that's been something, you know, indecisiveness or just not knowing. It's just mm-hmm. always so complex. I'm like, it's really not. It's sometimes not. it is black and white. But but at the end of sometimes the day, sometimes it is. It is. And that indecisiveness is because sometimes these people don't have the heart to tell the truth or sure. to acknowledge their own truth. So that that's what makes them flip floppy. Yeah. At the end of the day, again, like I said, I'm not saying that you should be dismissive towards it, but you know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. And I feel like, I, like I said, nothing negative towards this person, but you guys, you deserve better. And I question where he's, where this person's at on their own mental evolution, whether or not it, it, struggle city USA. Well, exactly. Yeah. And you're not anybody's mother and you're not anybody's caretaker. You want to be a partner. 
Yeah. So that's, that's what true. I have for you. Yeah. I've always uh, been drawn to people that are older just because I, I, as an only child, you know, you're raised with adults. Mm-hmm. So I feel way more comfortable being in a room. If you put me in a room with my peers, like millennials, 30 something, I'm a little uncomfortable. I'll make it work. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, get me in a room with 65 and up flourishing. Mm-hmm. These are my people. I feel like I'm at home because I'm like the same music. I just feel way more comfortable in a, with older people. I don't know if I'm going to date a 65 year old, 80. I could be an Anna Nicole Smith. I'm down for it all. Oh God. I don't okay. know how that is. Uh, Give me yeah, that diaper. Yeah. Oh. Let me change it. <laughs> yeah. Let me feature your medications. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, I guess I don't know what my age limit is, but I think I'm just open to it all because you never know. And I'm so, I, I guess physical is important, but I'm like, if you can f- me mentally and spiritually, intellectually, it's everything to me because I, because yeah. I don't give a shit about like that turns me on more. Mm-hmm. I know. I just, and I see relationships and like the looks will always go like you're, someone's going to get sick. Your body changes. It's but just if happening. I can feel you, that's a yes. different story. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's exactly. incredible. Yeah. And so, yeah. I'm not worried about you. And again, like I said, I'm telling you, I, I'm not, I don't claim to be the end all be all when it comes to psychics, but I would never, ever purposely mislead somebody. And I don't feel like I'm misleading you. I feel like, like again, like I said, I'm not telling you anything that you don't already know. Start making those moves. You, you're a lot stronger than you give yourself credit for. And also, too, like, yeah, people are great and they tell you these all, the, all these nice things. But do you really believe that? Or do you think that they're telling you these things because they are your friends? They don't really say nice things. <laughs> Well, that's no. good because because I, 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 sometimes my friends they don't i almost think sometimes they intentionally don't because like i don't know i just i mean i'll get compliments i'm just saying my friends aren't like trying to push me down but no when they when they do give me a nice compliment um or something flattering i i do actually believe it mm-hmm. i still critique myself though Stop. You, you have to understand something. And this is what I tell my Virgo friends because Virgos do that shit all the time yeah. where it's a coulda, shoulda, woulda mentality. You did it the way that you were supposed to do it. Mm. The reason why I say that is because during the time, like we're sitting here talking, yes, yes, you, you're, yes you're, 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 you're sizing me up and you're sizing the conversation up here, but you're saying, I know it's, I'm going to try not to say this so psychically, but you're saying what you need to be saying there. You're kind of being guided and directed to say what you're saying and it just flows. You're not, I don't see for, even though you are thinking, I don't feel like you're making the conversation or communicating with me in a way that where you're watching your step. Right. Right. Don't worry about it. Okay. I'm not, I'm going to throw caution to the wind. No, you'll, you'll never do that, but I'm just saying, oh. give yourself the opportunity to <laughs> let won't. go a little bit. You so, won't, you won't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll plan the caution. Mm-hmm. By the way, thank you for all that insight. That was really cool. How Just, do you feel about that? Do you feel good about it? I, you know what? I actually do. The the financial part about like career and stuff is something I always kind of battle within myself, especially because I am a stylist full time and I love doing it. Little avenues have always kind of opened up for me and I haven't kicked the door open because I've had safety in styling. That is something that but I this can- This is a natural skill set. So you can always so, fall back on this right. if you need to, but challenge yourself. What sets you apart from everybody else, and I please audience, don't think I'm kissing his butt because I'm here, but you have a natural f-ing talent. You're not trying to be somebody that you're not. Your personality is your bread and butter. Start capitalizing on it. You're not I'm, 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 again, if television isn't what you want to do, I'm just saying like, I would love to do a show with you where I'm giving a psychic reading. And if you wanted to incorporate your styling, that's fine too. And you can style them according to what, whatever. 
give yourself the flexibility yeah. to move forward in a way so you can see exactly what you came here to do. And also, too, like I said, uh, audience hold me to this here. I'd be very surprised if you if you came to me in four years or two years and said, all my money's gone. Right. I lost everything. You were wrong. Bullshit. Yeah. Bull fucking shit. I, it's uh, tripled, quadruple something. You know, that's the that's the end game, you know, yeah. for me. Well, yeah. And plus, again, with the only child thing, I want to be able to give back to not. But there's no pressure for my parents to give back to them. Mm-hmm. They're OK. They're going to be OK. But I still have that pressure with myself. I want to provide. I want I want a big ranch home and I want my mom and dad to be on the property. Like, I would love that. I, so I, channel that energy within and not outwardly anymore. Start okay. working for yourself. <sighs> oh, I got goosebumps. OK. Okay. Okay. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Wow. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Oh, shit. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Low Life Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We got some great shows coming in hot for you for the holidays. Oh, I'm so excited for Christmas. I'm already in full Christmas holiday mode. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, but yeah, I'm ready to put up my tree right now. Is it too early for that? Is it too early to put up my Christmas tree and start getting in the Christmas spirit? I've already bought gifts and stuff for people, but yeah. Speaking of gifts, I want to thank my low lifers. Uh, Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. I wouldn't be able to do this little shit show if it wasn't for you, truly. I mean, we are a new up and coming podcast. And the fact that you take the time to listen is something I appreciate so much. And I will never take it for granted. I won't. There are thousands of podcasts out there. So the fact that you're choosing to spend time here with me on this little engine that could or could at times, it really means a lot. And I just want to say thank you for that. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, what's a way I can show my appreciation and love to my listeners, because we couldn't do a show and put out free content. We can't continue to do that if it's not for your support. Uh, So I want to do gifts. That's my love language. So I've been sending gifts out to low lifers. If you leave a review, on Apple Podcasts, it helps tremendously. Helps so much with the algorithm, the analytics. It helps us get sponsors. Um, also, of course, using the sponsor codes helps the Low Life Podcast. But if you take the time to actually leave a review uh, and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts, it's a small thing you can do that actually makes a huge difference. So again, thank you to my listeners who have taken the time to write a review. Uh, the more, the better. I have listeners who have written several reviews, and it can be anything you want it to be. You can leave a little dick emoji, a couple tamales, a little salsa dancer, or you can actually write a message. But I read each and every single one of them, and I'll be picking people at random in the review section of Apple Podcasts. So please leave your Instagram handle in the actual review. Um, so if I end up picking you, I can slide into your DMs, get your address and send you a little something something from the low life gifting suite which is filled with hyaluronic serums amazing beauty products my favorite things off of amazon shit you didn't know you needed type of amazon stuff Uh, also some gifts from our sponsors and just products that i'm obsessed with like trashy sangria and delicious pickled popcorn so yeah if you want a chance to get a little something something some free shit please make sure you leave your instagram handle in the review section but I'm going to take a moment to shout out some low lifers right now who have left such beautiful reviews in Apple Podcasts. So here we go. All right. First review comes from Jess Bingo Bongo. <laughs> I love it. Jess Bingo Bongo writes, a spicy light in my life. Five stars. I look forward to the lowdown each week delivered in the form of a sassy mess of humor, empathy, realness, and grit. Oh, I love that. Being vegan for the animals, I was so excited to hear that Lo is exploring plant-based options. Lo, if you're reading this, be sure to check out Southern V next time you're in Nashville. Mucho love to you, King, with a heart and a crown. 
Oh, Jess, you bingo bongo vegan queen. Thank you for that beautiful review. And I didn't get a chance to check out uh, Southern V, but I will be back in Nashville in December. Yeah, I have to go back. I need another round of uh, Jason and Caitlin. Can't get enough of the pod. Um, So I'll definitely be back and I cannot wait to try that spot. I've been loving some plant-based options. Sometimes it's nice to take a little break from the meat. You know, don't get me wrong. I love a good steak. But lately I've been loving that plant-based life. Like when it comes to burgers, if I eat a normal burger, of course I enjoy it. But a plant-based one, I don't usually feel as tired after. Like if I eat a meaty burger, you know, with all the bells and whistles, all the fixings on it, like it's a lot to digest. Like I'm like, ooh, like I need a nap. Uh, But for some reason, a plant-based burger, garden wrapped, I feel like I can still function. So yeah, sometimes it's nice to change it up once in a while. I'll definitely check out Southern V in Nashville, Tennessee. All right, next review comes from Mindy R.C., M-I-N-D-Y-R-C. All right, Mindy R.C. writes, Love you, low Five stars. My daughter told me to listen to you when you were on Caitlin's podcast when she was encouraging you to start your own. I'm so glad you did. I look forward to each episode. You two continue to make me laugh so hard, which was a godsend in 2020. Give your mom a hug for me. I love when you have her on. She has such amazing advice. We're probably about the same age, but I still want to be like her when I grow up. (laughs) Same. Um, I've always strived to be a mentor and a friend to my two grown daughters, but Queen is running circles around me with a level of advice. Oh, Uh, Thanks for being such a ray of sunshine each week. Not sure where to put my Insta name, so it's at the end. I'm Mindy RC on Instagram. All the best to you. Low every day. Oh, Mindy, I freaking love you. Thank you for that. Such a sweet message. And I have to say, when it comes to parenting, I don't have kids. I guess I'm a parental figure to like my godson and a few uh, nephews and nieces, uh, but I'm not an actual parent yet. Uh, But one takeaway I've gotten from the queen and also from you right now is wanting to be a mentor and a friend uh, to your your kids, to your grown daughters. My mom's the same way in the way she views it as, you know, a mentorship. And she said something to me recently, and it was a great takeaway. She said, you know, Miho, parenting doesn't end when you turned 18. I felt like I had to kick it up, step it up even more so in your adult life. I've had to do even more parenting and be a a parental mentor and friend to you as you've gotten older. And that's completely accurate. Definitely doesn't end at 18. Uh, And I've gotten even more close to my mom. And and the bond that we have is amazing, but it's taken us into adulthood. And it's, it's been really nice. So yeah, for anyone out there listening, you know, I think that's really sweet if you try to, to be some sort of a, a mentor uh, to your kids. It doesn't go unappreciated or unnoticed. And I'm so, so grateful to, to have that. As Mindy, I'm sure your daughters are so lucky to have a mama who is there for her daughters and, and trying to be a mentor to them as well. It's a beautiful thing. So thank you for that review. All right, I have time for one more review. This one's coming in hot from Livy J16, L-I-V-Y-J-1-6, writes, low lifer for life, five stars. Low is a sweet angel baby. <laughs> cute. Love the pod with Chris Medina, and I cannot wait to hear Lowe's reading. Heart, heart. Oh, Livy, you're a sweet angel baby for writing that. Thank you for that review. I hope you enjoyed today's episode with Chris Medina. I'm going to have him back, and he's going to do another reading, and maybe we'll do it at like a cemetery. <laughs> I don't know if he'd be down for that, but that would be pretty freaking cool. Talk about communicating with the dead. Oh, fascinating. But until then, I hope you have a beautiful weekend ahead. Put on a face mask, listen to some Enya, pour yourself a delicious glass of wine, but don't forget to drink your water, putas. Because I know you're thirsty. (laughs) 
We, we love, love you. you. And we're out. <laughs> Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>